No rest for the weary. No, 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 no. That everything is okay. But then see it and believe it. Using faith, it will be okay. F A I T H. Trying to get through to you. I need more.
Greetings in the name of the Most High. We uh, are trying to, uh, well, you know, you guys get an alert. I know, I know it's really early right now, and probably it's, and I was there yesterday, but I was there yesterday kind of screaming my head off, you know, it kind of a semi satire and, uh, um, uh, you know, a, uh, I guess a yelling session at the, uh, the villains on TV is <laughs> Clown Klaus and Billy Gates and the millions that they're killing. <clears throat> um, um, so while this is all going on, they're saying that um, high gas prices, inflation, are doing a great job for the new reset, the Great Reset, because. It's uh, preserving democracy. This is Klaus Schwab. This is one of the stupidest people alive. Definitely the, the dumbest, one of the dumbest people in public policy that we've ever seen. And the idea that he could get control of this whole thing is laughable and pathetic. Uh, but, you know, p- part of the problem here, and this is... I guess, you know, the main problem is that people believe when he says something like, well, uh, high gas prices is good for democracy, there is no way he can back that statement up with anything that resembles logic. Now, I've got Benz on me. Benz. Benz. Benz is on me. Benz. He's right here. He, he stays... I told you he was a hangdog, right? He, 
He'll hang. He'll, he'll just be straight right there. Well, Ben's, you know, I'm on the... Trish? Yeah. Can you look at Ben's? That he's, you know, literally, literally on top of me, and and I, it's the cutest thing in the world, and I hate to break it up, but I don't want to waste your time either, because or or my precious time on air, because really, I mean, look, what would you do without, you know, some of you without this broadcast? I mean, this is like it's been anticipatory, you know. That that's one of the things that, and, and it has been accurate. There's been some omissions like the the 5G, you know, deep dive, things like that. But that's, you could get that other places. You see what I mean? So as I look ahead into this sort of uh, nuclear nightmare of, of uh, NATO, the, the NATO nuclear nightmare caused by NATO and Joe Biden uh, at the behest of the real boss, Klaus Schwab, he's the Billy Gates, uh, the sad Bill who's Sad now because, you know, you people are too rebellious and you're hurting the world. And obviously, the guy is, everything he says is backwards, everything he says is a lie. He is a 100% liar, everything he says is backwards. He hates humanity. The foundation is geared toward the elimination of humanity. He hates carbon. He wants progressivism. Progressivism is anti-human. Uh, progressivism has always been anti-human. It's always been the authoritarians with the money and the and the you know the poor slaves and the poor remaining poor and sick and dying. That's basically the world system. They're not bringing anything new. These people look backwards because their heads are up their asses. All they're looking at is bringing about neo-feudalism where there was feudalism. That's all. A return to the past. A return to the dark past. That's all you have to know about Klaus Schwab, the pandemic. Pandemic was a, a tool that they used to bring about getting control of humanity and telling humanity your governments don't count and your will doesn't count. That was the whole point, to break your will. Now they're really going to ramp it up with tons and dozens of viruses and things that can get you because they're, they're mad at you now and they want to have punishment. So there's your number one prediction right there. They want to punish you for having been rebellious. I want to applaud you for it. Thank you for seeing what a guy like Klaus Schwab really is. He's a, at best a carnival barker. That's all he is. Same with Gates. Same thing, you know. Uh, they pay these guys because they think they're influencers. They think they can sway it. They're not the, the real guys with the money. The real guys with the money are behind the scenes, you know, behind that. But we know who they are, too. You know, it's, you can't just throw money at a global revolution and have it work just because you have money. That's my number one thing to say today. Just because you have money doesn't mean you're going to throw money at it. Gates is now throwing another $20 billion at, you know, the Great Reset. That's basically his, his t t telling you he's not going to be the richest guy anymore. He's going to give $20 billion more to the cause because what he's given so far isn't working. So he's sad. Now it's time for vengeance. Bill Gates, we know, is vindictive. Because he's a little boy. He's a little, he's a sprout. He never grew up. He never, you know, couldn't graduate college. He couldn't do anything. He's basically, you know, been in this box of computer and, you know, he was all teed up for him by his father and foundations and whatnot for him to, 
you know, succeed as Microsoft. And it was a definitely a team effort. And, um, you know, I won't disparage the man his success because I, too, believe in America and the American stories of success. But monopoly and authoritarianism, changing the world in ways that would make people suffer and only suffer and no good. Every single thing, just think about it, folks. Every single thing that the World Economic Forum and Bill Gates and the UN and all of them want, every single policy is to hurt, destroy, and kill humanity. Every single one. Every single policy is to destroy human. Every single one of Bill Gates' policies is to destroy human. Destroy, you know, they say, well, this is good for democracy. Democracy is a code word for communism. Democracy means communism. A republic means like the United States Republic. But democracy in their mouths means communism. Every single thing the communist wants to do is hurt humanity, enslave humanity, keep humanity down, while they go round and round in an echo chamber getting nowhere because they are not what? They do not what? What don't they do? They do not build. These are not the builders. Understand that. They could be called the Bilderbergers, but they are not the builders. The BlackRock people are not the builders. The Fidelity people are not the builders. Right? The corporatocracy is not the builder. Well, they built their corporate. They didn't build anything. They fell in line. To build actual new system and new... Uh, uh, new, uh, you know, architectures and new, you know, a new uh, innovation. It requires top-down planning and thinking. They haven't done it. Their white paper is not good enough. You need intelligence, which they have proven that they don't have. They're about as intelligent as the, the U.S. government is. That's about how intelligent they are. Right? Mainly liars and snakes. Nothing good in, in America, nothing good in the American government, nothing, zero. They're all criminals, and they're basically, you know, except for a few good ones, which are being harassed every day because they don't want to join. They don't want to conform. Why would anyone want to conform to a criminal cartel that wants to traffic your children or, you know, castrate them? Why would anyone want to follow that or give them, you know, pornography to study in class rather than, you know, classes about, uh, you know, astrophysics or something. Why would you want that? Unless you're just a dickhead, unless you're just a, you know, a, a 30 IQ, dumb, meth head, drug addict, dependent on the government, and you got these kids and blah, blah, blah. Well, most of those guys pimp their kids out. They pimp them out. And yeah, see, I can see you're already pimping your kids out. For sex. You know why that sexual explosion came? The need for kids and child trafficking. And one of the reasons Trump was, you know, kept out and, you know, they changed vote and all that was to, they want to legalize what was before an abomination. 
and they're trying to use these different ways of doing it. Like, for example, LGBTQ means now uh, it's a legal framework for, for legal pedophilia, which is basically children having no say about having sex with adults. That's basically the end-all and be-all. There's no need for consent among children because they're children. So if you say, I want to have sex with you, they have to do it, right? And so that's that's basically the pedophile dream of tra- transforming America into a pedophile sodomite nation, right? Where any kind of coitus uh, uh, between penis and vagina is illegal. And people laughed at me when I used to say this back. I, mean, I can tell you exactly where they're going to go. They're going to keep pushing. You want to you just cut to the chase? Just cut to the end? Because everything leading up to now has been accurate. So do you want to just cut to the chase? I believe that they're going to keep pushing until they're stopped. But I believe it will be the Almighty God and his his warring angels that will decimate them on the battlefield. The battlefield today is the boardroom. They'll go, it must have been white, white, right-wing extremists that did this. And they'll say, oh, no, no extremists could do that. Those are warring angels, dude. There is a point, and you can feel it. You can feel the, uh, you know, the massive armies of angels gearing up toward serious battle upon the earth, and um, they will be stopped. Number one, Klaus Schwab is not going to tell God what the timeline is. God will tell Klaus Schwab. Klaus Schwab is also a clown and a buffoon. Anyone that follows, of course, humanity wants to follow a clown and a buffoon because humanity is basically, you know, all humanity wants to do is fall in with the people with the money, you know, so they can get a paycheck and and that's all they care about. So you're going to, you know, reap what you sow, America. If that's the way you feel, get ready to lose everything that you ever cared for and then some, especially your health. A lot of you have already lost your health. Well, God is the way to health, and there's a lot of stuff being flying around. So they're going to try to do this punishment now for the midterms. Punishment includes, we're cutting ahead to the chase now. We'll talk about the nuclear Russia in a minute, but that's the most extreme. Yes, God could use Russia to nuke nations that are beholden to the WEF. Yes, correct. And that, that, you know, and, and it, they, they go, oh, thank you, Russia. You played right into our hand, right into my hands. I didn't want to get the blame for killing all those people. Now you did. <laughs> I am Klaus Schwab and I approve this message. Um, so the trace is, okay, so why turn the classroom into turning children gay? Why do that? when LGBTQ as an organization said, we're not here recruiting, we're just here for basic rights. Yes, you are recruiting. Only a white ring extremist would say recruiting. You're here recruiting. And now they're saying recruiting. Are you with me? Can we cut to the chase? Is that okay? Or we want to go with the old narrative? They're not, don't worry. LGBTQ is not here to recruit. 
don't worry. You're going to learn math and physics and history and, and literature and all that in school. They are not turning it into a, you know, a, a sex training camp. Don't worry. And what goes along with that training camp? The occult, correct. And what are all the teachers? They're witches, correct. All the teachers are witches. And they're grooming all the children for their god, for their way, for their pagan, for their pagan gods. And that is the, the, you know, the way they've always rolled, and that's the way they're going to roll again. Incest, uh, pedophilia, uh, satanic ritual abuse, uh, child sacrifice, uh, cannibalism, blood drinking, bloodletting, absorption, you know, a la like societies. Society, the movie is still way ahead of its time. It's like, it's talking about absorption in, in human sacrifice, you know, absorbing the, 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 the host for the evening, absorbing. Uh, so there's nothing, no, no meat left on the bones, no bones, no spleen, no, no guts, no innards, no nothing. The whole host is absorbed in a satanic sacrifice orgy, which is basically a uh, melding. What does that represent, melding, when all the bodies meld together? It represents the collective. You got it. It's the collective. It's, it's basically society, the end of society. They go, well, Screaming Man George brought in Dali. Okay, so it was a style of Dali, of two... Dolly paintings. Okay, great. But that's not the deep meaning of it. That's just the style. See, a lot of people didn't understand what the entire movie was about because, you know, they said, oh. even George goes, well, this was just a slasher script and then I, I saved the movie or whatever. You know what I mean? So when it's successful, everybody claims credit. They did it all. They were the ones. They, I'm God here, you know. So I step back and let them say what they want to say. I don't going to enter into that. But I can tell you one thing. The movie is, is not about what, a, no writer yet has really gotten it because they don't, they, they, what I have to say is like the plague. They don't want to hear that. But it's basically Proverbs one, the the you know the words that Solomon wrote to his son. If if sinners, if the collective tries to recruit thee, son, keep your foot off their path, because they'll say they're going to lay lay wait as a collective. You know, for innocent, and slay the innocent one without you know. Regard and and keep the spoil in the collective. So they lay wait for innocent blood without cause. That just innocent, it's an innocent lamb walking down the road, and they slay it. But they slay it as a collective, i.e., the shunting. There you go. That's where that came from. Proverbs one. If you want to know the key to the story. If you don't, that's fine. I mean, you know, it's 35-year-old, who cares, 35 years. Anyway, we're dealing with it now. You know, that's a documentary and 
I'm dealing with it with, uh, you know, the novelization of it and, you know, having a reunion with the director, Brian, and me, and, uh, you know, <clears throat> and he's got, he wants to launch a, uh, you know, society too, which is, I'm just getting into the story now, he's, he's had a treatment, uh, he's had a narrative, of, you know, a treatment, it's like a, kind of like a summary of it, you know? For about the last eight years, he's tried to get interested. And now, finally, I think the Koreans are going to do something. Um, they're going to do a series off of it. So that's interesting. And so he's been, he's managed to, to put that together. So kudos. Great, great job. Society lives. He said he screened it the other day. He was in Seoul and he screened it for an entire, for the, a, a, a college there that deals with visual arts. And it was an entire, you know, standing room only screening of society. He goes, he goes, I can't believe it. There's a whole other, a whole new generation that's into this movie now. And uh, it's funny how that keeps going like that. I mean, you know, and, uh, and of course, because it's the only movie in the world. It's the only movie, Brian should listen to me. He learned something about himself. It's the only movie in the entire world, in the entire world, that checks all the boxes. Entire world. Even more so than Rosemary's Baby. You know what I mean? And that was like the big objective to have Satan's Baby and all that. It was, you know, narrowed to that point. It wasn't, it wasn't a big idea like society. You know, Roman Polanski, of course, he's a season director, you know, Big budget, you know, big stars, you know, of course, different thing than a low budget, you know, movie. But see, this had all the all the check boxes. So collective, boom, yes. Uh, you know, this collective, uh, uh, you know, this this ability to this need of human sacrifice, yes. A blood, blood absorbed. Oh, yes, the blood. Uh, yeah, supernatural capabilities. Oh yes, Super, uh, incest, of course. Yeah, pedophilia, of course. Uh, what else? What are the other boxes? Orgy and ritual together. Yes, of course. Bing, 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 bing. Just like that, and still remains to this day. All the and, and you know the kids recognize that, and that's why they keep voting it up because they recognize that truth that's in there. You know, and so, but what is that all about? Does that keep them young? And Well, what may keep them young. It, it just, what matters is that they have a different thing. But anyway, let's get back to the predicting of, uh, they have a different way of life, I was going to say. They look at the human population as food, I was going to say. Check another box. Human population is food. Bing. Okay? So they're going to look at that. Uh, they look at the human population as food. Potential food. They make their selections for their soirees, and there's always a sacrificial lamb, which it represents innocence. Oh, check another box. Bing! Okay, so it's it was all there. May have been like kind of a subconscious thing, but it's all there based on Proverbs 1 based on that truth that, yes, there is a group. The only thing is they say you have to be bored into this one. And, and you know, we all know that in 
basic society, you know, people sign on to facilitate the uh, bloodlines. So even that, check that box. That's in there too. Now, what about this? uh, Well, this is all, you know, this is all been explained to me when I was, you know, I learned a lot of this when I was a lot younger and, you know, I just wanted to find out what the, what's the deal. I think the deal in Los Angeles is basically, you know, if you want to get anywhere in business, you become a mason, you know, right off the bat, get involved in charities and then work your way through this. And then you'll know, you'll find out pretty soon what it's all about. You know, it kind of goes from there and then goes into all kinds of confabulations and secret societies and hunting clubs and, you know, duck call clubs and fishing clubs and yacht clubs and tennis clubs and golf clubs, beach clubs. You know, it's, 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 it's an endless array. Uh, you know, once you're on the other side of that line, once you've gone through that door, but once you go through that door, you're going to hell. I mean, you know, it, it's... it's uh, it's pretty clear that's what the choice is when people decide they go, well, I don't care if I go to hell. I just want that money. All right, well, you go ahead and go through that door. But can I get back out? Well, not if you're making a conscious decision that I'm going to give my free will, my mind, heart, and soul to the devil so I can have my share. We all There's a line in society that says, we're all going to get our share, don't worry. It's perfect. It's very symmetrical, very mathematic. We're all going to get our share, don't worry. Or, you know, in, in uh, John Lennon's Mind Games, he says, you know, come and get your share. It's, 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 he says, why are you there? When you're, why are you over there when you're everywhere? Come and get your share. You know, keep playing those mind games. Was, I really like that song, by the way. But what it was saying was, you know, you know, like daggers into my soul, you know, because it's basically encouraging everyone to step over that line, which the Beatles were all about, you know. They were all about that line, you know, Aleister Crowley stepping over the line, influencing people to, to well, they're just like, you know, the progressives. The progressives are always regressives. If they say they're progressives, you can count on the fact they're regressives. They want to go back to you know to feudalism, absolutely, back to a pagan world of feudalism and poverty and and uh, you know and just extreme uh, you know discomfort of humanity, uh, where they are immune to it because they're busy with their tennis lessons and ballet lessons and piano lessons and giving recitals and concerts and living the life of oh oh you're on the other side well. That's just too bad. We feed off low-class shit like you. And it's another line from society. Yes, it's, uh, they feed off the poor. They're really a food source that uh, people have had encounters with aliens say, the aliens say that humanity is really a food source. In fact, everything that they say, the aliens, is Klaus Schwab says the same thing. He basically is an echo chamber for them. He's basically... You know, a parrot. You know, humans are there as food. 
you know, you'll eat bugs and be happy, meaning we don't feed the cattle anything. We feed them the minimum, you know, low-class grain, bugs, whatever, and then we harvest them for our use. We, we will build the future, not you. And it's like, Klaus, baby, you don't build anything. You don't have the IQ to even put together a plan for the future. That's why you have no future. And everything you want to do is basically starve, bludgeon, kill, destroy, and harm. That is not a builder, sir. That's a destroyer. God says he will destroy you for destroying the earth in retaliation thereof. So that's your future. You will not have a new world order. You've had your fun with a new world order. Your new world order is over. Well, you'll get the blowback. Don't worry. One day, you feeble old piece of crap, you're going to get the blowback. And you're all going to suffer for it. And I can tell you this right now, as sure as I'm saying this right now, it's going to happen. And you're going to wish, wish, wish that you never stepped over the line. Because, you know, as soon as you stepped over the line, you started saying things like, high gas prices is good for democracy. Uh, you know, culling the population is good for humanity. Killing humanity saves humanity. And all these other dumb statements that you make constantly, which are also all lies. You know, and, and you know who knows what the truth is with you people? You know, the truth is basically bludgeon man, hurt man. And you get off on it and, you know, admit it. You know, you're backwards, pervert, slave, asshole, idiot. You should shut up. And now you're all, all you clowns are out of the closet. Everyone can see you and everybody hates you. They hate all of you because... You hate us, you hate humanity, you want everybody dead, you want everyone to lick your boots. You know, you're no different than the Nazis, you're Adolf Hitler again. Same thing, you're the Nazi party of the Fourth Reich. That's exactly what you are. That's why you come from Austria and Germany and Switzerland. Yeah, oh yeah, we know. We know full well. But this time, what's different is people are on to you and they hate you. And they do not love anything you do. And they're not going to eat bugs. And they're going to stuff bugs down your throat. You know, I wouldn't be surprised if video services one day, we are forced to eat bugs. You know, do not think for a moment that, you know, you, you've conquered the human spirit. God made, God breathed, God made. And the last time people messed around with the genome and all the things you're doing, uh, they ba basically everything got destroyed. This is a little different, though, because God knows and everyone knows the few people that you really are that are sitting right there, that you people are pulling the strings, pushing the buttons on your cell phone, trying to get, you know, throw your money around the world, trying to buy off governments to do your bidding of, of, you know, of basically totalitarianism and no rule of law and only your way. And people hate that. They hate you. They hate you. Totally hate you. And they will always say, they'll hate you more and more and more and more. They will hate you and hate you and hate you and hate you. And that hatred 
is going to galvanize people together against a common enemy, against a cancer called Klaus Schwab, and all he represents and all the minions of assholes that are behind that. All you corporate heads, you better keep a heads up, you better watch out, because this wave of, I'll just say the creator, this vengeance of God will reach all of you. I don't care how deep you try to hide in the earth. I don't care where you try to go. That vengeance comes from the spirit. And it's going to start seeping into your heads. And you're going to doubt yourselves. And you're going to hurt yourselves. And you're going to get paranoid. And you're going to think the other guy is going to do you in. And you are all going to start fighting with each other. And that's how it begins. And it will be in the news, folks. You'll see them fighting with each other. And then you're going to see that how could anybody ever have followed these people? And the word is money. Because of money. They're rich, so they felt they could buy everybody off. They could have their way with the world. You know, and if they're not rich enough, they'll just print more. At your expense, of course, people. To make you poor to make you a beggar. And they can't wait to put you in chains and to watch you die. You, the enemy, the people, the people of the earth. These people are beyond racist. And it never was about race. That's them again. And their think tanks and they're woke. They invented woke. They invented think tank. They invented the word progressive. They invented all of it. None of it fits. It's all lies. Every single bit of it. It's all to manipulate and for control. They're even saying today, and now we're going to cut to the chase of the future, about the new mask measurements coming in now. Okay, so here comes, it's coming on you now. Watch out. What are you going to do? Are you going to put your mask on? Are you going to lock down? Because this time there's no food. This time there's no delivery from Amazon. You know, this is the end of all that, right? This time if you want to eat, you're going to have to make yourself known to the government and have them deliver your little portion that will, will, will only malnourish you. But it's better than nothing, I suppose. So you don't die of starvation, which they would love to see right now. So, are you ready for that? Because they're mad. They want vengeance. You people did a great job in rebelling the first time, but the second time it's going to have to be total. Now, here's some you know good things I can say. They can't arrest all of you in a town, like even a town like this. Now, Santa Fe has already gone to the other side. They are compliant slaves here. They don't want to be bothered. They don't know what the news is. They actually don't know about, they think Schwab is humanitarian, is out for the good of the planet and gates. That's what they think here in Santa Fe. It's incredible that after all the evidence, all the papers and the Rockefeller Foundation paper, Event 201. After all this, they're still 
kissing and sucking the toes of Klaus Schwab. In Santa Fe, New Mexico, they bow down to the governor and they kiss her feet and her ass and her toes. And they're just sending a message to all government. They're here to, to lick boots and lick ass. And that's all they're going to do. That's Santa Fe. Liberal Santa Fe. Liberals have been cocked into believing what they're told by the mainstream media. They believe what the media tells them. They believe, the, the for example, they can't wait to get the fifth booster. They love getting jabs. That makes them feel good. So it will kill you within three years. I don't care. You're a white ring supremacist. What do you know? And that's how it goes here. If you're in that kind of city, uh, you're going to have to, you know, distance yourself. Maybe get out of the city and, you know, try to maybe go somewhere else. Uh, and I don't think it will be going too well for you and in Los Angeles, for example, uh, they would like to bring a complete collapse of everything so that it's all dystopian. So there's no food, no nothing anywhere. So you have to beg for your food. And that's, you know, and I've seen some food insecurity, what it can do to people. I was watching this uh, series on TV from the History Channel called Alone, where they send 10 people out in the wilderness and they give you the basic primitive tools and see how long these people can survive. And these are people that consider themselves survivalists. How long they can survive against the bears and the grizzly bears and the, you know, the, you know, the, the harsh conditions in and, and British Columbia and with the winter coming in. And uh, it's interesting to see how they go about things. But the main theme, takeaway for me, now I've watched three episodes, so the main takeaway for me, oh, no, it's riveting to see people doing a good job, too, at uh, building you know, shelters and you know fortifying themselves against the, 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 the nature's harsh winter and all that. It's really amazing seeing these skills people have and knowing what berries to eat and plants to eat and bugs to eat. Oh, yes, they eat bugs. Yeah, a cricket became somebody's meal. And uh, so I was watching that. I was realizing that none of these people is getting enough protein or fat. They're not getting enough to sustain. And what starts happening to people when they don't get enough food? Okay. Well, these people, they, they start to um, get confused and they start getting moody. And they start actually, one guy began to lament over his, uh, I guess he lost a, a baby girl, a little, little daughter, four years old, and he lost her, and he, he couldn't get over it. He'd, the trip made him start grieving about it all. So he had to tap out. Tap out means you go home, you give up, and then there's... The last one standing gets $500,000. Okay, so they tap out, and, uh, you know, it was like, it, 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 this was a guy that actually ate, you know, he had actually caught a pretty good fish. But a fish alone can't really completely sustain you either. I mean, it's, it's you know, it's, it's, it's a whole thing with the elements. And Anyway, the main problem is that people started building their shelters and perfecting those when the weather was relatively warm 
rather than securing their food resource first. Uh, That's not the only factor of being able to last, but the confusion and sickness and lack of drive and insecurity and just just almost mental illness uh, that comes from not having sufficient food to eat. Even somebody that's overweight, you can see that if they don't eat, they just start making bad decisions. They start doing wrong things. They start making mistakes. And those mistakes can kill them. So food, you know, had they spent an extra week at first, rather than gathering all the wood and cutting it and building their nice shelters to show what great campers they are, had they just put together a more primitive uh, sleeping situation just so they could get the food, you know, a dozen fish or whatever, and and, uh, the whatever's not eaten can be smoked. That's one thing you can do in the wilderness is smoke your fish. And then you've got a bunch of protein, you know, and then that combined with certain plants and berries and things you can you can definitely eke through. And then build your shelter before the winter comes in. That's the whole point. Get that thing built before the winter comes in. And they have to do it with like one saw, no nails. They have to use twine to wrap everything. And uh, it's, it's a real ordeal. And... Um, but anyway, the main thing is they none of them eat well enough from hunting and gathering. They can't last. You know, uh, it unless they can eat find more to eat like a like a deer or something. Like a moose. You know, they're not allowed to hunt the squirrels. At least a squirrel would be some good protein. They're not allowed to hunt the bears. They can't kill a bear. A bear would give them enough food to last the whole winter. And that, because of environmental conditions, there are so many bears there. Somebody needs to go in and kill a few of them to balance it out. That's man's job, a steward of the earth. But not according to the progressives. It's, you know, it's really Mother Nature running everything, and man only interferes. Man should have his hands tied and, you know, and and have the children and the women whip him around, whip him around, and then eventually castrate him. Good. That's progressive. That's the Democrats. That's the the left. That's the communists. That's all the same frickin' thing. How anybody would want to vote that way? There's no, no, no. You can't, you can't get into their head. They're insane. They're voting for their own destruction. Basically, they're committing suicide because the people above them that make decisions for them want them dead. All of them have the same thing. They all want humanity dead. All of them, not just Ted Turner, but all of them. Not just Jane Fonda, but all of them. They want humanity dead. They want humanity to be punished. That's the to enforce certain kinds of food and malnourishment. To force them into terrible conditions like we've seen before. You know, horrible pictures of malnourished peoples. They want to make all of humanity like that. Because they hate, above all, humanity. Numero uno. They hate humanity.
Again, if you, it should have been obvious with COVID. They hate humanity. Obvious with Fauci. They hate humanity. Obvious with the news media. They hate humanity. Obvious with, with you know, the celebrated movie stars, celebrated pop stars today. They hate their fans. They hate humanity. They hate everyone. That's the one thing I noticed with, with movie star with people that were celebrities. I noticed how they hated everyone. Truly hated. I mean, real deep hatred. That deep hatred, though, comes from an affiliation. It doesn't come from them. They didn't start out that way. It comes from this affiliation with that side of things. Along with that comes hatred of humanity for all of them, not just a certain type here or there. And, you know, celebrities are expendable. That's another reason they hate, because they're not like bloodline, right? They're not entitled. So they're going to be dropped and killed, obviously. As soon as they can be digitized, they're, they're, they're going they're off with their heads, right? Yeah, you're no better than anybody else, bitch. Yeah, that's the harsh, cold world we're talking about. Now, my world of the Lord, though, is a world where the Lord loves humanity. The Lord loves his children. The Lord wants to lead his children to good things. You know, the other thing about this show alone that I saw, not one of them prays to God. You know, the guy gets the fish, he goes, thank you, fish. No, the right word is thank you, Lord, for helping us through another day. Now, please guide me for tomorrow. I wish I could see one of them being, you know, one of us, a child of the Most High God. I'll bet you they would last all the way to the $500,000 prize. I'll bet you anything. I'll bet you anything, because when it gets really tough, you know, when you go through a detox, you know, you 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 go through stress, right? Your body. When you when you whether you go you go on a little diet or you drop you know alcohol or drugs or both or all, you your body goes through this detox. What what happens? You start grieving over the losses you've had in life. You remember your mother and your father and your brother and your friend and your you know maybe your wife and your dogs and your you know just anything your mind will latch onto it and start grieving and start crying. You're so miserable you can't even believe it. And in the midst of that misery, where you're you know when most people would be ready to kill themselves or take another shot or another drink, the Lord comes in. And just like a, like this warm sun, you know, just takes you over and leads you out of it. And so you learn that prayer is really a constant conversation with God. It's a constant conversation with God. Lord, am I going the right way? Lord, are you sure this is the right way? Lord, what did I do wrong? You know, how can I get in alignment with you, Father? All I want to do is just, you know, be where you want me to be, Lord. Help me to be more sensitive to your way. Where would you like to go today, Father? Where would you like to say, what do you want to do? And, and that connection, as it becomes more and more personal, is that connection that, that makes the difference between living in hell and living in heaven. I mean, that is the, the thing. 
it's it's the Lord wants us to step out of our gloom and doom and you know about you know Klaus. I mean, by now Klaus Schwab has been belittled into that of a fool. You know, and and everyone sees it, right? You know it because it's true. It's not like oh that's just stuff. He doesn't like him, so he's really ragging on him. No, what I'm saying is universal truth. We all know. We all know two and two is four. We all know Klaus Schwab is a fool. We already know this. He may have money. He may have been successful. He may have gathered around all the richest people. But riches, his primal error then is that riches equal change and he can throw money at something and force it to do his will. Well, maybe with a lot of people he could, but you know, we'll see what happens with God's creation. Even if he does influence the physical world, let us fear him who can destroy our soul, not him who can destroy our body. You can kill my body, but you cannot have my soul. You're not going to get it. I am eternal. I live in a million dimensions at once, though I'm only aware of this one. But I mean, I have tremendous powers that are chained up here, but not when I leave here. And besides the power I have, what, what do I do with my power? Well, my power is my crown. What do I do with my crown? I throw it. You know, I cast it away. There is no need for a crown. My Lord is the crown. That's all that's necessary. You know, the crown of favor is anything God creates already has a crown of favor. You know, when that is created, that is good. All good things come from you, Lord. So I'll keep in conversation. Which way, God? We talked about what he wanted me to talk about today, which was the, uh, basically, what are you going to do when they try to lock you, when they try to pull this stuff again, what are you going to do? You know it's all fake. You know any pandemic before the election, it's all fake. You know the mass mandate, that's all fake. You know the shots are all kill shots and mainly fake. You understand this whole thing is a game. It's all fake. So what are you going to do? Well, my focus is on food security, you, you know, currency security, finding a way to, um, you, you know, create private systems. I'm with Govind on this. I think his idea of creating these private systems that are, you know, here to benefit humanity and cannot be jacked with by governments, but will serve the people directly, will bring prices down to a ridiculous amount where people could actually... Uh, have a life, have a little career, and you know, but have plenty of time for their families or life or hobbies or whatever it is, because you don't have a big usurper on your back, a big, a big, you know, a big leech on your back. You're able to, you know, make your deal privately for what you need to sustain you. And someone that really wants to build up a big fortune, of course, they could do it, but it would be in the private sector not with the public government officials, you know, breathing down your neck or the IRS or any of these illegitimate organizations, which should never have been there in the first place. They're just parasites. 
They just want to take everything you have, everything you make, so that you can never, ever think. You can't retire. You can't take time with your loved ones. You can only work slave till you're completely done with it and then die. And that's how the American government has treated its people. And I think it's terrible. I think it needs to go. Even, you know, what I think what Klaus Schwab has done is awakened us to the fact that this government needs to be shucked off before it strangles us all. And a new one needs to be formed. The new one needs to be based on, you know, private enterprise and, 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 and basically, um, you know, private supply lines. You know, and so what about regulation to make sure people are playing fair? Well, if regulation's needed, regulation will happen, but it's going to be a different system, not the same one, not the parasitical beast system that basically turns everyone into slaves and then siphons everything off their back and leaves them destitute, broken, you know, in ill health. They may have some money, but they can't appreciate it because they're dying. <clears throat> How about a world where people are, you know, born into a world where the living are honored, you know, where you get to live, pursue your dreams, whatever. Wouldn't that be something? Well, that's what we want. That would be a reflection of God's will. God does not will that, you know, we, we're in this situation, from what I understand, because it's, we inherited it. This is where we're, Having, we're having to dig ourselves out of this. Well, we, we don't do the digging. Jesus is the way out. So, problem solved. And like every other problem, uh, just as Jesus is a problem solver, uh, also the problem solver for all the supply lines and food lines and food security and security and borders and language and culture and whatever else. There is no culture war. That's the other thing. This culture war, we're winning, we're losing. No, there is no culture war. There is Satan and the opposition, and then there is God, and that's basically it. That's, there's nothing else. So there is no such thing as a culture war. You know, so, you know in other words, look, you come from the Most High God, you go back to the Most High God, you deal with the Most High God. <clears throat> you don't deal with a culture war. The way you deal with what you perceive to be a culture war is go back to God, go back to God, go back to God, stay there. When you're there, there is no, you're not even aware of a culture war at that point. There are going to be disgruntled golden calf worshipers. They were there in Moses' time. And as soon as they can, they're going to build a golden calf and dance around and have their orgies and do all their Satanism and do all their pedophilia and do all their, you know, they're going to do everything they're doing today. But that's not a culture war. That's simply a war between good and evil, between God, you know, God and Satan, whatever. It's, it's a uh, a choice for humanity to make. Which way? To me, it does no good for a man to follow a, a, an unrighteous path, but appear to be righteous. That was like, you know, that sort of reminds me of my grandfather in a way. He's appeared to be righteous to the people. You know what I mean? With charities and this and that. But the dark side was very, very dark. Secret societies, perversion, human sacrifice, human trafficking, the whole bit. 
But on the surface, oh, clean as a whistle. That was all bullshit. All bullshit. L.A. was bullshit. You know, I would I would say that, uh, yeah, it was all a bunch of people creating, fabricating these stories about these glamorous actors and this glamorous life that you're not part of. Believe me, their world was pure perversion, selfishness, theft, lying, buying off people, offing people to keep this lie going of this beautiful society we have. It's all bullshit. Socialite calendar, bullshit. All the good people in the nice clubs across the United States, no, bullshit. You put people together in any of these clubs and the first thing that's going to happen is the devils run wild with gossip and the next thing you know, they start forming alliances and before you know it, some are out and some are in. Bad people come in and good people go out. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's never been different. So there is no cause of celebrity in America. Zero. There is no cause celeb. There is no way of celebrity and superior human in America. No. There are no superior humans in America. Correct. It's basic fallen humanity. Humanity is broken. Or if you like, the world's always been broken because it's a fallen world. Why fallen? Because of something that happened in, you know, the way back. And there is a solution, which is Jesus, which is not something that you can't appropriate. You can't even choose yourself to follow Jesus. I've talked to people, it's like, I want to follow Jesus, but I feel blocked. It's, it's, Brother, you know, let's just pray that he accepts you, that he chooses you, because without that mutual choice, I I don't know if you're gonna I don't know if he's gonna take you or not. I I have no idea. But he's the one that does the taking, not you. Not me. I feel so fortunate that he did he did respond to me. He did at long last take me after all the bad things I've done. He still took me, but sometimes it doesn't happen with people. I mean, when I was a lot younger, uh, Ben just left. Ben was on my feet this entire time. (laughs) You can get out there, Ben. She's called Eli. Yeah. Well, we started early today, but I think, you know, this was like a message that had to get out. Like, you know, the Lord wants to lead us to the promised land. And we want to push on to that promised land. I noticed Larry had the prayer today about, you know, evil, about, you know, don't reward evil with evil, but reward evil with good because you put hot coals on their head. Absolutely. Uh, you know, yes. Um, I'm not going to be as effective doing a, doing a parody of Klaus Schwab as I would be buttering him up, but on this show, I'm not going to butter him up. You know. And, and sure, if I'd give him the shirt off my back because he was cold, 
Of course I would do that. Would that make him upset? It probably would, but I mean, I'm not going to do it. I'm not cynical. I would do it because he needed it. Um, you know, it's very interesting seeing how enemies treat each other. But, you know, Zev Zelenko was saying something about uh, he doesn't want to mock Harari or Schwab or any of them because he says, look, the scriptures say you got to respect your enemy. And the enemy right now is Klaus Schwab. I mean, you know, Bill Gates and Harari is, you know, the, the, the same group of people. The same group of people. My dad used to warn me about it. He goes, the Trilateral Commission of David Rockefeller. It's like, oh, Gene, you know what I mean? Way back then, I was being warned. And, and, and the, what was it? The, the Trilateral Commission and the, uh, that eventually led to the Agenda 2030, right? And then what was the other one called? Um, the Trilateral Commission and... I, you know, I just can't. Oh, oh, the uh, the Council on Foreign Relations, the uh, Council on Foreign Relations uh, has a, uh, you know, a magazine that Stanley Kubrick put over this girl's ass in uh, Doctor Strangelove. It's called Foreign Affairs. The reason Kubrick did that was because he wanted to show that all these wars and nuclear wars, all this stuff is governed really by, uh, you know, the, the uh, uh, you know, the, uh, by foreign affairs, by the, by the uh, you know, foreign, uh, by the UN, by that branch of the UN. Um, what was it called? The Trilateral Commission? And, uh, well, you know, the Bilderbergers, and you know, the, the Club of Rome, and you know, you know the Vatican, and you know, you know, you know the, the England. You know there are all these big factions in the world, and right now they're all fighting each other. That's why they haven't clamped down. But they they're going to try to do something here before the midterms. And the, the so what God wants you to do is stand firm. He'll protect us. That that means give it to the Lord, because I'm sure the Lord will tell you the right thing to do. But to stand firm, whatever it is you're going to do, to stand firm, to not really get caught in their traps of uh, culling the population, because they, they've got FEMA camps ready to go. It's for people that can't. Well, at first it'll be for people who cannot find food to eat, and they'll be taken to a warm shelter. What happened to the homeless in Albuquerque? Anybody? During COVID, what happened? That's right. MLG. She rounded them up, didn't she? And she took them to special shelters, didn't she? And they were never heard from again, were they? Same thing they did in Los Angeles. Do you understand? Of course you do. You're never going to see them again. Understand. 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 Now, I'm not hissing like a snake. I'm. Well, I guess that's like a rattlesnake, but I'm not being a snake here. I'm being a. Trying to be a. A, 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 a beam. 
you know, of energy. That's better, right? Understand. Understand. It's always been like this from the beginning of time. There's been the truth. Vilified, horrified, white supremacy and all that stuff. The racists have always been the left. Are the racists. The progressives are the actual racists. They always have been the racists. From Listen, some of you people need to wake up. From day one, they've been the racists. And then they projected onto their enemies. The people, you know, that are walking the righteous path or on... You know, you might say on the right, but let's say they're not political. They're just following this common sense. Oh, that's bad. That's racism. When you hear them doling out the word, you're a racist, you're a racist. They are the racists. They created racism. They were the KKK in the Democrat Party. The, the Civil War was won by Republicans. Why did they do that? Because... They were there to free the slaves. And what were the Democrats doing? They were the slave owners. They formed the Ku Klux Klan. Do you understand? Do you understand? And they twisted around and gaslight you with it to make you think you're being racist. You're culturally appropriating. You're doing this. You're doing that. When all you're doing is just living in the world. You're just living your life. They want to label you this white privilege because you're white or you're black. And so if you're black, you have to salute and bow down and get on your knees to the Democrat Party. You better get on your knees and beg forgiveness. They are your slave owners. Democrat Party are the biggest group of slave owners, and they feel they own the blacks and they own the Latinos. And the Latinos are proving this year they are not going to be owned by the Democrats. Finally, I just wonder when everyone's going to wake up and see this for what it is. You, know, you don't know how painful it is to learn in history that the Democrats had the KKK and were the ones that went off and, you know, the, the, and the, were the ones who were pushing for the slaughter of Indians on top of it to go conquer the lands out west. Were the Democrats pushing for that? Because they are inherently, basically, to the bone in their souls racist and and the black people that emulate them like on like the joy reed people like that on whatever stations they're on and i don't know them all but they're you know there's they they are basically what you might call slaves on the plantation in good with the uh slave owners with in good with the uh you know what i mean they get paid to keep it going keep the racism going Keep it going for who? Who was the spirit of CNN? Ted Turner. One of the biggest ra- pure racist, right? Ted the racist Turner. You know, slurs all the time back in those days. But, but they don't understand. It's a long game. It's, you know, it really comes down to who is saved? Aha. Who's a... Who isn't? Well, if you have the devil as your guide, you may have fun doing drugs and sex or whatever it is you get to do for a while. But then you're going to realize you've got to do what you're told. 
if you don't want to be arrested, if you don't want to be arrested, if you don't want to be in trouble, you're now going to have to do what you're told. That's called slavery. That's not the way of uh, a free man. That's not the way of our that that we as a society want to progress. We want to progress into freedom and more freedom for people. But always understanding that our freedom comes from the creator, not from man. On the other side, they say they give you rights. That's why they're against the Second Amendment. They feel they can take it away because they have no concept of creator. And if they do, they hate creator. So that's basically, the. it's easy to see, right? It's not, you don't want to align with Mitt Romney and vote Republican because Mitt, you don't want to align with that, uh, that two-faced jackass traitor, do you? No. So Mitt turns you off, the rhinos turn you off, and you run back to Democrats who are all too happy to tell you what to do. And they tell you what to say. You will say, the new gender, you know, fluid gender pronouns. You will say those, or you will be punished. You may be thrown in jail if you don't. Okay, that's not freedom. That's slavery. That's totalitarianism. That's racism, which is the Democrats, which is the left, which is the communists, which is the, you know, goes back to the Nazis ultimately. Who would like to eradicate all colors from the earth and even, you know, white to create white into the Superman. Thus, thus spoke Zarathustra. The Superman. <laughs> oh, God, it's a punchy, yeah, punchy man. Ah! Oh, oh. oh, as soon as I said that, Ben's just jumped on me in full force. Ben's. Ben's. You know that was wrong, right? He's got, he got on my feet. You know, when Ben's gets in trouble, he's got a little cage here for overnight because, you know, cage house training him. It takes you know, a few weeks, but it's a good way to do it. Because, you know, he'll hold it until he let him out again. Yeah, so, but sometimes if he acts up or does something wrong, he has to go back to the cage for a while. So now, if you, you know, he knows he's done something wrong, you say, no, it, it really, it's something that makes you upset, like, like say, jumping up on Trish because she can't handle that. Uh, he goes and puts himself in the cage because he feels he's done something wrong. He's done something that, he didn't mean to because he's an exuberant puppy. But he did. And he feels bad. He goes back in the cage. Oh, man, that just breaks my heart. I'm, but I have to I have to say, well, Benz, you've got to be in the cage for like an hour, time out to calm down because, you know, then we'll go at it again. And then if you, you know, jump up there again, then we'll eventually, you know, very gently move him out of that kind of destructive thing. Well, when I say gently, what I mean is that no human is really, it's not really an interface. You know, he knows what he did. There's no sense yelling at a dog when they don't know what you're talking about. It has to be immediately in context and then, 
you know, and then, you know, it's actually compassionate to have a timeout. And then, then guess what? Next time it doesn't occur for 10 days. Let's say it almost comes back again. And then you deal with it then. And then eventually, within a year or two, you've got this, like, really cute dog that's completely cool with people, with dog parks, with houses, you know, and then they're, there's no resentment toward human. Right? Anyway, I thank you for listening today. I, I'm just, you know, it's just one more thing, but i got to move on to other things now. I've got, to, I've got a lot on my plate that I've got to do. A huge pile of stuff. And so I try to get on here when I can. I, you know, I don't know what you're going to do with if they start another clampdown. I just want you to know that whatever they do, it will be all lies and fake. And, you know, you know it will be all fiction. It will be for the purpose of getting control of human. Are, you know, are we going to comply? Imagine, if you will, the entire world refusing to comply with their lies. And they throw stuff at you, cold flus, they, they do some nasty stuff. But you will not only not comply, you start to move in and arrest them. You arrest the Schwabs and the Gateses. You start moving in to take them to task about their vaccines and all the things they've lied to the world about, the Fauci's not. You start to move in and adjudicate them as well they deserve for all their lies and all their trickery and all their murders. Bill Gates is sad because, you know, the world's going the wrong direction because you won't listen to him when he wants to blot out the sun, blot out the water, blot out the meats and create, you know, Gates's soil and green. My God, how could anyone, anyone, anywhere ever agree to that? And the answer is, they are deceived? The answer is, they're totally deluded? They're completely psychotic? Yes, now you're getting it. It's a mental illness. To go along with the opposite of common sense is mental illness. There is no left or right. There's only right and wrong. That's, that's it. That's all there is. You can... Choose either one. You have free will. I choose to be on the side of truth and the Lord and the builders want to build things. I don't want to be the you know like them, the parasites that move in and produce nothing. They provide nothing. Their books provide nothing. They provide nothing. They're reflections on things, but do they build anything? No. Have they ever? No, they have never, ever built anything because they're not builders. So rebuild the future. No, Klaus, you don't. You don't build. You get other people to build for you. But it's not the same.
You don't build, Gates. Well, what do you mean by build? I mean a lot of things by build. I mean civilizational build. It's a little more complex than creating inflation. Oh, what a great idea that is, Biden. Biden gets you to tap him on the head, huh, Klaus? Tap Biden on the head. Oh, he's done a great job at hurting people, hurting middle class, hurting poor families. You like that, Klaus, huh? Get you off, get you hard. Yeah, is that it, Klaus? That's what you like? You know? Maybe you like to stand over a a brood of puppies while they're dying in the sun and watch them all die. That gets you off, Klaus? Will that be a little warm-up? It's real simple, folks. There really isn't much of a choice, is there? We are not slaves. All right, Trish? Yeah. Is he chewing on this bone thing? Well, I, I, I need to, I need to. Okay. Is <laughs> Okay, I'm gonna try to. He lies up on his hill. I've tried my best. He doesn't want to come down here. Not yet. I'll probably have to go get him from. I have tried my best to to make the contract to show that there isn't two sides, but one. I'm trying my best. Oh, it's amazing I could get out of Strauss playing this. <laughs> no, Ben. I'm telling you. Ben, I want to play this. Haven't played it in a while. And I'll be back. They want us to eat a crumble cake. A crumble cake. I like crumble cake. But not so much now. It gets everywhere. Wake up. Wake up. In the night. You can't sleep. Can't get it right. Can't get it right. All those thoughts, they brew. Down in the darkness when you were used as fodder Like your sons and daughters 5G on the line We're streaming now well in time I can live like this anymore
But it's still a crumble cake, love. You see that, right? Still the crumble cake. Crumble cake. La 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 la. Echo, echo, echo chamber. Now becoming the Wayback Machine. Now I've uh, I've actually you know been uh, in the studio. My studio has become um, because of the computer now outdated. I can't update anything, and so it's uh, it's kind of gone derelict until I can get it fixed, which I will do. It's going to require a new computer and. Um, you know, a rewiring of things and, you know, sort of updating things that are broken and got a compressor that's out and just different things that need to be dealt with. But yeah, I could definitely get a, a reboot. Um, and I've had so many ideas of uh, songs that should be done and, and published and things, but again, it's been, um, well, one step at a time, you know, you just have to have really optimum health. I mean, we've been going through a time where, you know, we're up, we're down, we're up, we're down, we're up, we're down. You know, it's it's really difficult to keep a good, positive attitude on things when, um, you know, they are openly doing what they're doing to us. I mean, when they're openly stating what they're going to do in their papers, they're basically going to rape and pillage and you know, and bomb people and hurt people and you know cause wars and you know cause famine and strife and all all kinds of things they're doing on purpose for their own jolly entertainment. And it's um, you know, are you saying that there are these people that they want to kill seven billion people for entertainment? Absolutely, 
absolutely, I mean, that's part of it. But it's also this cockamamie notion they'll have a utopia then, which they never will. They don't build anything. They never have. They never will. And millions of years of these kind of parasites being around, they don't build. They just, they actually just consume. That's all they do. They accuse other people of just being consumers of useless eaters. But they're they're really more guilty of it than anyone else. And um, okay, let's see if we can. quick that was very that was that was very quick the Chinese national anthem folks oh, does that sound like uh, Chinese music to you I hear Aaron Copeland no That's what we're dealing with. So I'll see you next time. I'm, you know, going to be on Substack too, so Zef Daniel Communique. And uh, I keep trying to do a short, you know, try to keep those audios at five minutes on there. And then it's really for writing. And I've got several articles written, but I just didn't go through because I was so angry when I was writing them that, uh, that I decided not to publish the last three because they were just, you know, the, the anger, the anger wells up. I don't know if I'm angry at humanity for, for not seeing what's, you know, you know, like Isaiah, was it five, eight or six, six, five or six, something, you know, seeing, you don't see hearing, you don't hear. Well, you know, after that, you know what happened? That was it. The Lord smashed them. Because they were warned, and they did see, and they understood. But then they went ahead and just kept doing with the same old thing anyway. They wouldn't change, repent, nothing. So what do you think happened to them? What John MacArthur said about uh, the world today, not that I agree with his church. It's a church I have been to in Los Angeles. And um, it's kind of a, no, you know, it's, it's, it's a, you know, probably the best one in Los Angeles, you know, but still is what it is, right? Still Mason stronghold, yeah? Um, and he was saying uh, 
There is no future for America because they already got the sign. They already heard the warning, but they didn't hear it. Hearing, they didn't hear. Seeing, they didn't see. So now it's too late. He just unequivocally says it just like that. He says it's too late. Now that's him. I don't, I don't think it's ever too late. It would have been too late for me. No. I don't think it's ever too late, folks. But the Bible says, listen, in the book of Jude, what does it say? Now, what's happening, Ben? You can hear Ben's, right? He's, he's right. He won't leave. He's right behind me, and he wants me to acknowledge his bone. Well, throw it over there, Ben. Okay, now he's in a tug of war with me. There he goes. He got it. He got it. He's he's right back up there. He's the kind of dog who could jump up on the back of a you know a, a half ton uh, or three quarter ton flatbed. He just jump all the way up there. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so okay, I'll, I'll just tell you what I'm going to do. As for me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord. Okay. We're going to keep serving the Lord. We're going to keep praying every day. We're going to keep asking the Lord for direction for which way we should go on things, what we should do. And because it's a, you know, it's a big bad world out there. We don't really know what to do. I know we're not really completely understood in the, in the film space we're in because most of the people there are, you know, they, they're, they're basic liberals and progressives and they, Follow the woke thing. The whole they're, they're they were afraid of putting girl next out there because oh it's it's torture porn. The woke people will never accept it. Well, the woke people don't accept it. They they've 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 made sure that we know that there's a whole bunch of woke people out there that do not appreciate the, us being free. But there's a whole bunch of other people out there who did appreciate it. So you know, no, no, it's okay to be controversial. I mean, we uh, we set out to be controversial on that one. We set out to not follow anyone's doctrines. We set out to to not give anybody, uh, you know, any quarter whatsoever. And we did it. You know, we basically did a basic story free of the encumberments of ideology and uh, falling into one trap or the other. And we didn't. And and they made it known. Even on the set, they made it known. They, you know, they they, they were they they felt that because there's nudity in there and women nude and all that. Oh, you you know you're misogynist and i'm like you've got to be kidding me if this was a woke thing and there were children on the set naked pawing each other having sex you'd be oh yay oh good yeah especially if it was all gates oh yeah that's awesome yeah yeah let's have oh you'd have no problem with it whatsoever would you hypocrite don't even look at me don't look at me don't look at me I can't stand your thing of labeling people this and that. And then when you carry on with the human trafficking, oh boy. Yeah, I know you just want to get people angry because you're a hypocrite, but you're a purposive hypocrite. That means you do it on purpose. 
So someone will yell so you can come back, oh, I raped this. White supremacist. And who yells about that the most? White people. Who yells about white privilege? White people. White liberals. <laughs> I rest my case. I rest my case. I rest for the last time. No need to go over it again. You know, I mean, it doesn't matter if you win in your in the courtrooms, Elf. We're going to override it anyway. Will you keep overriding and doing everything and cheating and whatever? You know, you just keep going. Let's see where we all wind up. Shall we? You know why I go with the Most High God? Because I inherit the kingdom of God. I'm a joint heir with all my brothers and sisters. Just think, I am doesn't work unless we are in the equation. Think about that for a minute. I am requires human in the equation. What does that mean? That means something you can't possibly understand either now or in the future or ever unless you are changed. Anyway, don't talk about stuff you don't know. And you don't know what we talk about. You don't know what we mean. You have a different language, different concept. You're very limited, you know, based a very 3D, 2D kind of, you know, very earthy, very, you know, very basic. Yeah, that's that's fine. But don't try to belittle the the child of God who has seen things and been taken places and done things and knows things, things you don't know, things you will never know. And it's just as well. No, no. Me, the separation is just as well. There would be no harmonious anything there. <laughs> anyway. Okay, here comes my shameless cover. The the Beatles, a shameless... I, I need to find some new music. I need to do some new music. I've been, I've been thinking about it. But anyway, I need to... There's so many things I need to do. And I will do them. Lord willing. But I mean, to do that, I've had to... I've needed more energy. So I need to eat well, you know, and rest and just basic things like that. And it's happening. See you next time.
making me feel like I've never 